Dream Warriors, 31 Days of Dread. Day 5, The Mummy, 1999, a.k.a. The Brandon Fraser Mummy Movie, The Birth of a Franchise. Uh, let's get to it, but before we do that, we're going to back it up a little bit. Uh, we're going to flow right into the original intro for this. And the reason for that is because I like to document mistakes. Uh, I think it humanizes me. But yeah, so the uh, original recording uh, was way off. No, way off. Uh, I was calling this day four. It's day five for 31 days of dread. Uh, I was out of my mind early in the morning. Okay? That, that's what happens when you, you, you do it 24-7, people. Hashtag nonstop. Let's roll. Dream Warriors, 31 Days of Terror, Day 4, The Mummy, 1999, also known as The Brandon Fraser Mummy. And if you haven't noticed in, in the background, it's Kane's theme music. Uh, it just came on through my Alexa, and uh, I, I just thought it was perfect timing. Uh, let's, let's get to it. Hit that, hit that music real quick. Yes, uh, we, we can't have uh, um, licensed music running through these uh, episodes because uh, that would just be illegal, even though uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all for cha- challenging uh, things like that. But, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's play by the rules this time. All right, so uh, it's, it's super early right now and uh but not early enough not 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 to see the sunset and as i'm talking to you right now uh yeah seeing philadelphia skyline and it is uh coming up in a wonderful shade of orange going right into that light blue well more of a cobalt blue and uh the the lights and and everything it's uh it's incredible and yeah just the time stamp but this is october 5th and yeah, we're we're rocking and rolling. Um, we're we're doing another day of terror. One of my favorite movies. Uh, a movie that kind of already is uh, skipping a generation, I think. And I remember when when this movie came out, and it really blew people away because Universal at the time was, uh, if I recall, was in a little bit of a slump. Um, and this was a movie that they just kind of, uh, put money into. They, they took a chainsaw, uh, chain, chainsaw, excuse me, and created, uh, almost created a new genre within Universal, which was the idea that, that you can bring back these monsters. Now you might be saying, well, you know, there were plenty of Universal monster movies before. Uh, Yes. During their, uh, what you would call their their heyday, during the when they were new and popular and, and people were craving them, eating up that content, yeah, yeah, Universal made uh, a ton of good monster movies, but then time transpired a lot of time. So 1999 rolls around and we have, yeah, we have a revival, uh, one of which was even attempted this year uh, with the Tom Cruise The Mummy. And just... Just understand, I love both both movies uh, with uh, of of the uh, what you would call the Mummy franchise. Uh, this Mummy is 
uh, you know, had two other sequels. Uh, one spinoff, The Scorpion King, uh, starring The Rock. And The Scorpion King has had, I think, four sequels. So, yeah, uh, that, if we are to measure success, uh, you know, the, the, the Mummy is a good, um, you know, it's, it's a good primer to measure that, that success. And the amazing thing is when we go into the films of The Mummy of 1999, yeah, mind-blowing. Because I, I, I even recall uh, Entertainment Weekly and Premier Magazine uh, kind of labeled 1999 as one of the most innovative years of cinema. Uh, and and by, by this, uh, it was the, the films that came out were experimental on nearly every level. Uh, story, character, special effects, tone, intent, uh, you know, the things we judge movies on. Uh, ju- just to give you <laughs> a couple of highlights, okay? Uh, and look, it, 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 this is a quick Google search, but I'm, I'm just reading off what's coming up on the uh, top bar here. American Beauty, which was the best picture. DreamWorks also, uh, when DreamWorks was unstoppable. Eyes Wide Shut. The Matrix. Fight Club. The Sixth Sense. Star Wars Episode One. That goes into the technical category. Story, story, story. <laughs> I, I can't talk. Uh, Toy Story Two, The Blair Witch Project. We have our Mummy, Magnolia, The Insider, Iron Giant, Three Kings. I, I'm, I, I'm going to keep going here, people. Boys Don't Cry, The Green Mile, American Pie. Being John Malkovich, Office Space, The Talented Mr. Ripley, Sleepy Hollow, Existence, watch that movie, Cronenberg here, uh, for uh, connecting to the last episode with Nightbreed, uh, Sleepy Hollow, I said Sleepy Hollow, uh, Bringing Out the Dead, Scorsese, <laughs> oh jeez, uh, that's a... That's a tough one, Mr. Scorsese, but uh, we'll, we'll give you a pass. Awesome Powers. South Park. You might be like, why South Park? How's that innovative or whatever? Well, it's a musical, so yes. Um, Galaxy, Galaxy Quest, which is, you know, Orville right now is on television, and Galaxy Quest was Orville in 1999. Uh Ten things I hate about you. Yes, it's it's Shakespeare, it's a Shakespeare high school. Yes, that goes in there. The man on the moon, the second innovative um, animated movie. Uh, we had Iron Giant. Now we have Disney's Tarzan. Uh, Tarzan was animated by Glenn Keane, and they merged a, um, a, a CGI rigged camera for the animation to do his. Uh, surfing style, um, you know, far, you know, tree, tree surfing, tree swinging, um, very innovative technique for Tarzan. And let me see what, oh, okay. <laughs> and then we, we kind of fall off a little bit here. Um, well, look, if we just go to audition, Notting Hill, Deep Blue Sea, I always like Deep Blue Sea, Jim Jarmesh, Ghost Dog. Uh, the world is not enough. Um, I, I don't know how that ranks with Brosnan's um, 
James Bonds. I really you know October Sky, Cruel Intentions, Any Given Sunday, the greatest football movie ever, one of the greatest sports movies ever. Uh, hugely overlooked. Um, Schwarzenegger, End of Days. Uh, so the Virgin Suicides, Girl Interrupted, Bowfinger, Varsity Blues, Analyze This, Deuce Bigelow, Dogma, Limey. Um, she's all that, which started a, a trend of itself. Okay. 99 was one of the... Nope. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Yeah, morning, morning phone calls. Uh, it's it's endless, but already ninety nine high, highly competitive year. Every single one of those movies I just named hold up today. Uh, one of the greatest errors in movie history, and the Mummy comes out and and pretty much on a box office sense takes over. It really uh, spins people's heads. And it, it introduces um, like a combined genre, and may, maybe up until this point, the the most successful combination of this level of comedy, action, and horror. And look, it's hard to have horror with comedy. It's very difficult. But if again, if you're a good audience member, the visuals in in, in this movie, the ideas around the the visuals, uh, you know. Some of these characters were were tortured um, to death. Okay, uh, they're haunted spirits. So, the, the, knowing the context, the visuals complemented very well, and I think are are quite scary. So, uh, up until this, we kind of only had uh, like Army of Darkness, and I I do I will argue that I think Brendan Fraser's performance. I think the tune of, of this movie, uh, which just when it comes to sitting someone down, again, who may never see it because that's a good measuring stick, uh, I would I would show them The Mummy over Army of Darkness any day of the week. Army, Army of Darkness is very inside. Uh, there's, there's a reason why it never really elevated. And this movie, look, it's, 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 it's a little bit, it's, it's fading a little bit, but it is... Um, like, thank you, Tom Cruise, 2017 Mummy movie, uh, it is not forgotten, okay? And look, you can say what you want about that, about that Tom Cruise movie. That movie has put a, a, a spotlight back on this. So, thank you, Tom Cruise. So, yeah, uh, getting into numbers, getting into, uh, brass tacks, as, as they, they say, uh, budget, uh, let's, you know, go, got some notes here, real quick notes, uh, 80 million, 80 million, okay, um, Academy Award winner too, 1999, uh, nominated for visual effects, I, I, it's a, how's that not a tough year, you, you have this movie, Star Wars Episode One and Matrix, uh, how do you, like, how do you pick one, so, Domestically, it, yeah, it did, did one fifty five, and worldwide, uh, it it hit, hit up to four hundred fifteen million. So th- this is nineteen ninety nine dollars. So easily, this movie just would nearly stomp almost anything that came out this year. Uh, you know, with inflation. 
So the the U.S. the world embraced this movie. Uh, it it I would say this movie also. I don't want to say create like I would say like uh, created a superstar director, which you know got, got some bad luck, got got some bad projects, um, got some studio uh, interference or you know or maybe just lack of direction and studio stepped in, because that's that's a bad thing to to kind of go back and forth on. Um, yeah, it would be Steven Somers, who uh, made a movie called Deep Rising. Uh, up until that point, uh, his most notable movie with Trent Williams. So, yeah, he comes out with this. And, yeah, really creates a giant franchise. Uh, like, kind of re- uh, embellishes the, the star of, of Brandon Fraser. And, yeah, to, to his credit. Uh, let's 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 just go in because I'm not I'm not 100% sure what Stephen Summers is, is up to, but you know he yeah he made one of the remakes of Jungle Book '94. Uh, I forgot about that. Um, you know like some adaptations, Adventures of Hawk Finn. Uh, his his highest grossing movie domestically is uh, well one of the highest. I'm sorry um, is The Mummy Returns. But he was also the guy that was homing G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, which I know by studio interference, that's what I'm referring to. The studio at the time was very hot on Iron Man. So there was a whole sequence with mech or Iron Man like armor that they wanted in G.I. Joe. And, you know, the, the hardcore fans just go berserk over stuff like that because, like, how could it... How, G.I. Joe would never, not really, the, the, the armor Joes in that sequence falls right in line with G.I. Joe. Uh, uh, of course, G, you know, G.I. Joe essentially is to sell action figures. Uh, so if I think, if I was a kid and I saw that sequence and I go to a toy store and it's there in front of me, yeah, I'm, I'm buying it. But yeah, so he, he, he had two big misses, which was G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra, and Bane Helsing. Which was also the 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 part of the Universal's monster legacy, and th- this was the uh, when when he did Van Helsing. That was the first time we saw that character as a focus, and uh, and now uh, again Van Helsing. People trash that movie, but it has been uh, like updated and redone and polished by other people in other iterations outside of uh, what's connected to the movie. And you you have him to thank for that, but yeah, so he he kind of faded he faded away uh, at that point, which is kind of um, sad because he's 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 a heck of a big movie dude. So, so, uh, so morning cobwebs in my head. Let me get oh I never I did not tag what I was drinking. We're doing uh, <laughs> more pumpkin spice. Uh, Cafe Delights uh, creamer and hot coffee right now. So, but yeah, the mummy has always resonated with me. Uh, movie got so big, it was a. I'll, I'll tell you tell you a little story here. Uh, personal, we're we're going to get personal, and, and we get personal here on Dream Warriors. Whenever it helps, uh, you know, give give our position some some uh insight 
So what, <laughs> I guess one of the reasons why I always love this movie is whenever I see this movie, I get called back to two times I was in Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida. And you're like, wait, how? Like, what? Well, there was a mummy ride, a mummy experience ride. And I was, I was there when it opened. And I just, like, I loving the movie then, I, I just want, I had to go. And the girlfriend at the time uh, didn't like rides like that and, and thought she would be scared and said no. So, very disappointed. Uh, should I have gone? Yes. Should I have, should I have gone by myself? Yes. Uh, it, it's, we're, we're talking life lesson here. Uh, and, and this is where, um, like, you never know when you have one chance to do something. You always think you're going to be back. Um, you know, and it's it's never that. You know, like, it, it, there's only, right now, uh, like, only be present. Okay? Do not think that uh, you can skip something. Even, like, even this right now. I'm sitting down recording with you uh, at this moment because I finished up a few things and said, this this is now when I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm not even going to wait 10 minutes. I'm not even going to sit down. I'm just going to keep going. So you might be like, oh, boo, boo, hoo, hoo, Pete. Uh, but yeah, so uh, guess what happened again? A couple years go by. I'm in the same park, Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida, with a different girlfriend. I get the same thing. You uh, can't go on the mummy ride. I don't want to go. Don't want to do it. And me being the p word complied because now i'm a wonderful boyfriend and we'll make the best of it and this and that and there's plenty of other things for us to do and and you know what that line looks a little too long anyway i'll wait i'll be back i'll be back uh no because my next time that was my biggest gap uh my next time appearing there uh i believe it was gone, and they were building the Fast and Furious stunt show right right where the mummy was. So, yeah, it's sad. So whenever I watch this movie, it's just one of those uh, definitions of mine that, that I've, uh, like, re-chiseled like, into into myself, which is, uh, you know, you really got to, look, don't, I'm not saying you be selfish, walk over people. Uh, I'm saying, you, I'm not saying don't be human. Don't be empathetic, but, and there's always a but, especially when you like butts, like me, <laughs> uh, you got to put yourself first. You have to do it. You have to get into the practice of putting yourself first. You, um, even, even right now, like I uh, just recorded a late um, Inktober and you know, I had a female friend over last night, uh, kind of like a like a last minute thing, and I forgo doing Inktober, so I had to wake up early. And now technically, I'm kind of like a day behind on Inktober, but um, I woke up and got right to it. But the point though is that yeah, you know, like I felt I fell into it again. I fall into it all, all the time because you, um, it's not uncommon trying to uh, envision. <laughs> 
thinking you have to be a superstar around uh, females. And it's tough. It's tough when you interact with other people, even with family, to put yourself first. Um, but yeah, so this movie just has a ton of memories for me. Um, it, it, I put it under horror. I put it under one of the, one of the best comedy horrors. Uh, it's good for all ages. Um, I, I was just watching it the other day, uh, maybe two, two, three days ago, maybe, maybe on, on this past Sunday. And I love, I, I still love the, the special effects. Some of them were so new at the time. Um, you know, the, the, the scarabs, uh, you know, the, the, the sandstorm and the face, which has now become, uh, you know, like a, a regular visual. Uh, they even used it again in the Tom Cruise Mummy, and they've used it in a few other things. So it's it's become a regular visual. Uh, the the idea that the mummy is is a force of nature that the you know like kind of, like I would say almost like like how Aquaman controls the ocean, like the mummy controls the earth in in the same exact fashion. We never saw that before. Uh, we have Dale's buzzing around. He he is hungrier than a hostage. Um, I think the decaying form, uh, the transitions, the renders for that, uh, incredible. So yeah, I mean that this movie offers a lot. Uh, I, you know, it's I believe that I let me let me go back. I think it has a Jerry Goldsmith score. Who who did the music? I always like the. Um, yeah, Jerry Goldsmith, uh, must have been one of his, his, his latest movies. Oh yeah. Oh, and the revenge of the mummy. That was the, um, <laughs> that was the, the roller coaster. So here, here's, here's the uh, cool thing. Um, if you go on YouTube, you can, you can get the, um, the walkthrough of the mummy ride and you know, the, the, uh, a lot, of, a lot of the rides in Universal, the experience is in the line, and this one looked like it had one of the coolest ones because it, uh, you were like inside of a temple and they had, um, you know, the the mummy like all over the place. He's he's up all like high up on the wall. They it looked like they introduced some very cool, um, practical techniques to get you into the mood for. The ride because the ride's in darkness and it goes back and forth, which is similar to the the Aerosmith um, uh, Hard Rock Cafe. I think that's in uh, Disney uh, MGM, where a kid actually uh, one or two kids actually died on that ride that had undiagnosed heart problems, and and the ride stopped their heart. So um, very similar to that, but yeah. So th this one would be obviously more themed. Than the Aerosmith uh, rock and roll one, but yes, uh, you know I really like. I I don't want to drone on and on about this, but I I encourage everyone to see this movie, to see the follow up, um, the return, and and the reason why I I, I go into uh, return. Oh, scratching there, sorry. The return of the mummy is because the kid in that movie is. Uh, Next to Newt and Aliens, the kid in that, and look, between this and the third movie, um, the child grows up. They have a move. They have a kid between movies, Brandon Fraser and, and Rachel Welsh. Oh, I'm butchering her name uh, right now. Uh, 
Rachel Wise. Is it is it Rachel Wise? I gotta look this up. Oh, you know what? And nothing, nothing. It's not in front of me. So we're 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 just gonna say Rachel Wise. Uh, where is it? No, yeah, R- Rachel Wise. Which later I think uh, she was nominated for something around this time too. So um, Dallas is just going nuts right now. Because uh, he must be fed. But yeah, so uh, the mummy, the tomb of the dragon emperor, the child is now the explorer. Brandon Fraser and wife are, you know, retirees. So the three mummy movies uh, do a lot between the movies, which is very cool, very interesting. Uh, the kid, the, the the kid that they have was the coolest kid in action adventure movies, next to Newt and Aliens at the time. I still, I still would put him there because like, the kid's a, a little bit of a, of a little shit. He is not to be messed with. He is a character of his own. And I, I, I think the way that they used him for uh, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor was just incredible. I thought that it was a, a well-used, um, yeah, yeah, like just overall like a, like a well-used character, a well-used transition. But yeah, so sit down, watch this movie. It's not going to freak you out. It's just going, it's just going to give you a lot of fun. It's got some cool visuals. Um, it's got awesome backstory. Uh, yeah, it's and also too, um, the opening for this movie, the opening narration, the opening prologue, the setup is as good as anything. And I think in almost any version of the Mummy, they're going to use that moving forward. And and uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there obsessed with the Tom Cruise, well, people like me, and they say that the two are related. Uh, the 99 and the, the 2017. Yeah, uh, potentially. Uh, you, you can kind of see it. Um, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of similarities of the two. And, hey, uh, whatever. It, it doesn't matter. But Brandon Fraser, The Mummy, 1999. I'm just going to keep saying it. Check out this movie. And th- this is Peter signing off. Everyone have a, uh, just have a good day. And let's go.